I'm single now, so if anybody's formed a parasocial relationship with me and would like me to get canceled, please slide into my DMs. <laughs> it's the Doug Zone. I did not tell Jillian about this beforehand. What? <laughs> yeah, you thought you were the only one hiding a crazy reveal for when the episode started? I see your two people sitting behind you and I raise you this. I was not prepared for that <laughs> at all. Anyway, I don't want to discuss my personal life on mic, though, so we'll, um, no. <laughs> new yeah. year, new Matt. I'm reading Moby Dick. Um, Ooh, how exciting. Honestly, it does kind of rock. I was expecting it to be boring, and on the first page, Ishmael's like, yeah, I go to sea so I don't shoot myself in the head. And I was like, all right, Ishmael. I'm with you, man. You just like me for real? This guy is just like me for real. He's a little bit racist, but in a charming way. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, most of the conflict in the book thus far has been him being afraid of sharing a bed with an Aborigine man. Um, <laughs> and then they they lie in bed together and they wake up the next morning like snuggling, like in planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. I, this is the greatest work of American literature. How are you, Jillian? Good. You want to know my least favorite work of American literature? <laughs> What's that? The Scarlet Letter. Fuck that book. I wasn't sure if you were going to say that or try to pivot into a Lightbringer discussion, but no, that's for, no. The, that's for no. the Patreon, everybody. It I is. will still defend Nathaniel Hawthorne and his works. The Scarlet Letter, admittedly, not his strongest. It's not good. His short fiction is better. I think, you know... We got to get you to read well, the, Young Goodman Brown. Part of the problem Brown. is the is the pacing for me. It is, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> like he spends like a page and a half being like the letter was so red, it was red, 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 <laughs> and then it spends like a paragraph being like, yeah, this man went into the woods, went crazy, and shot himself. It is true that I'm, all books like that were crazy, <laughs> like just that like era. Uh, you know, like any Victor Hugo novel is the same way, where he'll spend like yeah. 80 pages on the Parisian sewer systems and then like Jean Valjean's friend gets shot in a sentence and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, all right, cool. That's fine, I guess. That works. I guess it's okay. <laughs> no, tell me more about what Thenardier got up to after he fled France, please. That's fine. I wasn't interested in anything else. Agreed. Man, but you know, the, the Scarlet Letter, I would say that's one of the scariest works of American literature, wouldn't you say? Scary how? Well, funny you should say that. That's how I feel about some of the entries on today's video. Uh, <laughs> Master of the segue. Yeah, my New Year's resolution is to talk about Doug Moore. And just like every New Year's resolution, keeping it through the first half of January, and then I'm going to pretend it never happened. As you should. <laughs> I hated this video. It made me so angry. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, should we go through it like one by one? We... Every time we do a top 11 video, I don't want to do that. And then every single point has something very important that we yeah, need okay. to discuss. So yeah, we're going. I think we're just going to do a blow by blow here. First all of right. all, so this is his top 11 scariest performances. This, I've seen his nostalgia ween intro before, but I don't think it's ever really hit me just how like <laughs> 2000s YouTube it is. It but, really is. God, it is so, yeah. So yeah, it starts with Linus and Lucy walking from the pumpkin patch and then discount Jason jumps out with a chainsaw and slices both of their heads off, mm -hmm. which 
I guess is as accurate a start to this video as we'll ever get. Agreed, agreed. So yeah, I these, don't agree with his picks. Any of them. They're all very bad. And the one pick that I do kind of agree with, he spends most of it saying that he doesn't agree with the pick. But we'll get to that one soon. Um, the first the first, the first one pick was uh, Billy Sykes, wasn't it? Yeah, from Oliver. You know, look, I'm not going to argue that like Oliver is like a feel-good tale of joy and love. But it doesn't make me scared. Yeah, but like, come the fuck on, man. Like, you didn't even like, if you, like, clearly Doug had 10 people in mind, but his gimmick is that he does top 11. So yeah. he had to put someone else in there. And why wouldn't you just like put in like, Michael Myers or Jason or or Freddy, any of like the classic slashers where mm-hmm. at least you can make an argument because I'd agree with that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be real like slasher movies don't like terrify me. Right. Like I don't stay up at night thinking like, oh, no, I hope that Freddy doesn't show up in my dreams tonight. But like you don't. Yeah. I mean, not usually. Sometimes I do. Um, but yeah, like, you know, at least like they're meant to be scary. Unlike this guy who's just like Sykes kind of sucks. Like, I'm not going to argue that he isn't a good person. Yeah. But like, what are we doing, man? Like, (laughs) Do we have anything more to say about this? It was just more the fact that it was included at all that I thought was noteworthy about this one. Okay. Next pick, I think, is T-1000. Yeah. T-1000 from Terminator 2, which. All right. I guess. Fine. The performance itself isn't that scary. I don't think like, it's that scary. Um, he also, on the sections and like in the YouTube video, uh, the T-1000 and the the lady from Misery, whatever her name is, are under the same section. So she's just part of T-1000, I guess. She's part of T-1000. Which I thought was important to discuss. Uh, what was the lady from Misery's name? Oh, I don't remember. Hang on. See, the reason I looked at the section was because she was the one that I couldn't remember and I was really trying to find it. Give me her name. No, he doesn't even put the name on screen. God damn he it. He doesn't put the name on... Oh my God. Yeah. He ends it by making a joke about how she he thinks she's ugly and fat, which... Weird. To go, like... To discuss, like, yeah, she's a violent sociopath. She'll, like, flip out and injure you at any moment, but she also can be super friendly. And also... Ooh. Am I right, fellas? Let's sing out. Cool. Thanks, Doug. Let me look it up real quick. Misery movie. Uh, Annie Wilkes is her name. That's real memorable. Steven. It is awesome how much Stephen King hates that car. Like the, the guy who hit him with the car. I don't oh. know if you've read uh, On Writing or whatever it's called. I not. He is just furious. Like he writes... Obviously, you know, it does suck to get like plowed into while going That's for a walk. Fun. Yeah, it sucks. But also like when he wrote the book, it was as if like he thought the guy was trying to kill him because he's like angry that he only got two years in prison. It's like, dude, I mean, it was an accident. Like he definitely shouldn't have hit you. I'm glad that he paid for his crime. But chill, man. Uh, if I remember right. Hang on. Actually, before I make this claim, let me just look it up real quick. Steve, how do you, how the fuck do you spell Stephen King? All right, Stephen King. Stephen, a hard one for you? Yeah, no, Stephen's a difficult, look, there's a zero. I mean, whoa. There's a zero? I meant a V. 
Not sure how those two got scrambled in my head. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> no, I'm just gonna stop. I need to. I'm gonna tap out. You I'm just done. For, I'm gonna let you carry this for a second while I recover from mistaking <laughs> the letter V for the number zero. <laughs> Sorry that Matt had a stroke, everyone. Uh... <laughs> zero for vendetta. <laughs> Oh, Instead no. of doing the opening speech, he just walks out and says nothing. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I should uh, not be laughing at that. Me neither. I shouldn't have said it, but here we are. <laughs> What's the next thing on the list? Um, I believe it is... Oh, it's Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, like I said, that's a fine pick, but he spends like half of it going like, actually, I don't think that Hannibal Lecter is that scary in Silence of the Lambs. I was like, what are you, Doug? What is he on this list? We didn't make you do this. But he's like, but in Red Dragon, he's really, you know, the bad one? He, oh, he's terrifying in that. <laughs> I don't know. Have you, what do you think of Red Dragon? I know that you're a Silence I'm, of the Lambs head. I am a Silence of the Lambs head, but I have not seen Red Dragon. It's fine, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's not Silence of the Lambs, right? Like. What more can you say? I love Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs rocks. I'm going to rewatch so. that. That's what's going to happen. It's very good. Look, I, I'm i a big Silence of the Lambs head. Not as big as you, of course. It's not. I can't say it's my comfort movie, but, you know, to each their own. I don't think that's that bad. No, it's, look, I'm going to be real. It's not, it's not a bad pick. Um. It's just a there, bizarre one, I think. It's a bizarre one, yeah. I mean, you know, there was, like, a solid portion of my life where I did just watch Taxi Driver, like, twice a day. So, like, it's not like I can judge, right? I, I did that with Ratatouille. Not that's a much more... No- See, no one has shot a sitting U.S. president after watching Ratatouille a lot, you know? <laughs> so, like, not yet. Not yet. But, listeners, they're going to be first. Like to watch Ratatouille I, a lot. I will be your Jodie Foster. I, look, I'm going to tell you, I'll be impressed. That's all I've got to say on that matter, you know? I'm not encouraging anything for anybody listening, but I'll be a little bit impressed. It will get my attention. That I can promise you. So if I'm not responding to my Instagram DMs because I suddenly got a life, you know what to do. Yeah. Uh, next we have Alex from famous niche movie Clockwork Orange. <laughs> not much to say there. Like, that's a fine pick. I yeah, think. that's a fine one. We have Norman Bates. This one bothered me because that's also a fine pick. I mean, I wouldn't say he's scary. He's more just like vaguely creepy throughout the movie. Hitchcock definitely has scarier movies. But regardless, uh, the thing that bothered me about it, though, is he's like, throughout the whole film, you can't tell if he's an innocent pawn or a mal- like an evil schemer. And he also acts as though people don't know the twist at the end of Psycho. You know, yeah. Like, the most famous twist ending of all time. He's like, and I'm not going to spoil it for you in case you haven't seen it. But like, if you haven't seen this movie that's been around before any of you were born. Yeah, it's like, Doug, this movie predates the internet. It is okay. You're allowed to tell us how Psycho ends. Yeah. It's the same as like, I don't know, like you're discussing like Goodfellas and you talk about the fact that Tommy dies. And people are like, whoa, this movie's 30 years old. It's okay. We can spoil it. Don't yeah. worry. Uh, up next, the Gemini Killer. Yeah, sure, whatever. Didn't really have much to say about that one, honestly. Nope. 
Uh, the next one <laughs> is like the Edgelord fic. <laughs> the scariest performance of all time. The what Jared. is it? <laughs> you know, the scariest thing about him is that like he's kind of got a point, you know? Like, <laughs> that's the scariest. It's just, it's all chaos, right? Like, has anyone ever thought of that? <laughs> In many ways, we are all the Joker. Yeah, yeah. The scariest thing about the Joker is that you know he lives on inside all of us. That's that's really what terrifies me about him. Um, yeah. Another one where like his picks oscillate between being like insanely bad or very milk toast. Where he's like, yeah, that shaky cam scene where the Joker like tortures a man to death. Ooh, startled me the first time I saw it. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I w- I'm built different, Doug. I was not frightened as a 12 year old <laughs> when I watched that scene. It definitely didn't scare me so bad that I pretended I had to use the bathroom. You know, like, <laughs> um, Anton Chigurh, yet another case of Doug just completely misreading a character. I don't think he understands anything about Anton Chigurh or Cormac no. McCarthy, but whatever. That's the Exorcist, fine. fine. It's his number yeah. one pick that I really want to talk about. What is it? What, and what was that? It is HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Doug, I'm sorry. You were not more scared of Hal than you were of Reagan and the Exorcist. I just refuse to believe it. There's no way. There's no way. Like I said off mic. The the worst part is that there is a way to argue it, right? Like, I do think that Hal is a spooky character, right? Mm -hmm. Kubrick is a great director. And, uh, oh boy, he sure did make Hal terrifying. Uh, The shot of him, like, reading their lips. Oof. First time I watched that, I went, oh no. That's really bad, guys. You probably shouldn't be talking. Um, And then Doug caps off his fine number one pick that definitely didn't deserve to be a number one, but is fine by completely misunderstanding the scene where Hal dies. And he's like, and even up to the end, we can tell that Hal has no feelings. As you know, the quite famously, Hal's last words are like, I'm afraid, Dave, I can feel myself dying. can't feel shit yeah he's like but Hal feels nothing and it'd be one thing if he was like saying like you can't tell because he's so monotone you don't know if Hal's lying or not but no Doug's just like nah nah he doesn't feel anything (laughs) there's nothing going on here it's not like Hal's one problem throughout the movie is that he understands death and fear no of course not could never be I hate the nostalgia critic Anyway. I also (laughs) hate the Nostalgia Critic. (laughs) Do we have anything more to say about this video? Not particularly. Cool. Anyway, how have you been? (laughs) Good. No, I've been been a crazy person recently, but that's okay. That's all right. We've all got to be a little bit crazy every now and then. (laughs) Is that a Joker quote? Uh, probably. (laughs) Is it just me, or is it getting crazier out there, folks? Uh. (laughs) I did some open mics recently, you know, got talked about on TV. I'm really excited. Uh, (laughs) Murray, when you bring me out, could you call me Matt K. Ultra? He says, no. (laughs) Is that, is that the arc you're in right now? Yeah. On my, on my Joker arc, Mm -hmm. Brent sees incel. Uh, No, I don't think so. Trying to figure out what arc I'm on. Hard to know. Yeah, listeners, sound off. What arc am I on? What arc should I be on, more importantly? Oh, I think yeah. it's between seasons right now, you know? We're still figuring out what Just direction. Just had the finale. 
Yeah, we just had the finale. There's a writer's strike going on right now, so like we're not entirely sure what's going to happen, but mm-hmm. I move back on campus next week, so you know, the inciting High event. Jinx will ensue. Yeah. Whatever the inciting event is to be, it will occur soon. I'm thinking I might decorate my room like Rust Cole in True Detective, just completely bare walls into crucifix <laughs> nailed into the wall. <laughs> Of Why this must room. you do this? <laughs> I don't know. That and four Walmart machetes? Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I'll do. Yeah, I'll get like hooks that I put on the walls and I'll just hang the machetes from them above my bed like the Sword of Damocles. Yeah. The several slightly dull machetes of Damocles. <laughs> if they fall, I mean, yeah, they'll probably do some damage. I don't think they'll kill me, but I don't know. tetanus shot. Yeah, I'll probably like cut my head. I'll probably bleed a little bit and then like, you know, it'll ruin my sheets in the very least, so. Mm-hmm. We don't want it to happen, but it could. And that's the important thing to remember. It truly is. <laughs> what am I, I have a lot of tabs open right now. What What was I Googling earlier today? Let's take a look. Oh, okay. It's just like the McMartin preschool case and <laughs> stuff about George H. White. So, you know, standard. Standard Matt things. Standard Matt Googling. You know, I'm just vibing. <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to figure out what else has happened aside from James Callahan getting canceled. I don't think that much, not to my knowledge. My semester started. Um, okay. I have the same professor for four classes. <laughs> All right, I hope you get along well with this professor. <laughs> that is what I am hoping. <laughs> what are your, are, any interesting classes? Or is it a uh, more standard affair? Uh, I have to take roller skating. All right. Um, I almost passed out during roller skating the first time. Uh, is there? Is it like roller skating specifically is required, or like that was a physical credit? Like physical credit, and okay, it was yeah. the one that was available. Yeah, yeah. I love the physical credits at colleges like ours because I did bird watching for my physical credits. I um, wish there was bird watching as a physical credit. Okay, yeah, it did rock. I'm gonna be real. Um, I would have I, such a good time. I. Back when I was taking bird watching, I was more into that class than I was in any of the other ones. I almost crashed a car I was driving once because I saw a hawk and was trying to figure out what it was. Um, it was a red-tailed hawk, by the way. I had I had already seen a couple of those, so probably not worth the almost killing myself and my passenger. Maybe but, not. Maybe not. But I didn't, so it's okay. No, bird watching rules. If you're listening, this is your sign to start bird watching. It is. Just get a pair of binoculars and walk around a suburban area. They'll love it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just look towards people's rooms. Maybe they've got sparrows in there. Who knows? One way to find out. Bird watching, but he thinks it's like for people's pets. (laughs) Another parakeet. Jot that down. (laughs) Next house. (laughs) Pet watching is an awesome idea. (laughs) Just going around. I think well, it's a- pets specifically for ones that aren't like not dogs. That's that's. I don't know. Trying to identify the dogs of the breeds of different dogs by like looking through people's windows is pretty funny. <laughs> like, I think it's like a a Jack Russell Beagle mix. I can't tell exactly, but <laughs> there's definitely some Beagle in there. <laughs> what do you mean the police are coming? If it's a crime to look into people's windows and try to identify their dogs, 
Then lock me up, officer. <laughs> what do you mean we're going to jail? Oh, God, the dog is barking. Hey, let me get my binoculars. I'll try to identify it. Yeah, go uh, ahead. <laughs> just holding my binoculars up to the webcam. Like, is this doing anything? I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell what's going on. <laughs> Your dog is red, blue, and green in small little squares that repeat themselves. I'm not sure what's going on. You might want to get that checked out. <laughs> anyway, aside from the uh, the roller skating incident, how have your, your classes been? Good. Um, a lot of them, because they're with the same professor or the same format, and <laughs> that is unfortunately team-based learning, but that's okay. Uh, boo. I would so much rather just lectures. Lectures rock. The I love a I love a lecture. The great thing about lectures is also the bad thing about lectures, which is I can just do whatever, you know. It's the true. number of the number of historic esoteric episodes that have been almost exclusively researched during classes, it's astonishing. That's um, great. Yeah, it rocks. Then quizzes happen, and I sort of regret it, but you know, nobody's perfect. You can scrape by usually. Usually. We good? I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. fine. I hit my hand really hard against uh, my desk knob. Okay, I was trying to figure out what fine. was going on. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. got a lot of sudden noises from your end of the recording. Lately, I which... know. No, that's fine. You know, we all got to shake things up. Every now and then, the lights just turn off and shroud me in darkness. Yeah. And sometimes a loud noise comes from your end. You know, we all have mm -hmm. our own. We all have our own contributions to add to the recording process. Just a little bit clumsy. Yeah, which is fine. You know, it's an audio medium, so the people can't see things. As long as you don't, you know, hit something very loudly, yes, no one right? will ever know. Perfect. If you do, on the other hand, I mean that, you know, you might land yourself in trouble there, but well, let's see. That's unfortunate. Several sex bots have been, like, liking my stories on Instagram, which bothers me. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if other people who post like Instagram stories have had this problem, but like I'll get a notification that someone liked my story, and then I click on them because I'm like, I don't recognize that name. And then you know the bio is always something like you know, beautiful woman will have sex soon or whatever. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. It just bothers me. There, there, it, there's something sacred about an Instagram story, right? Like. Getting, Something special about it? Yeah, like getting DM'd by a bot, that's fine, right? Everybody gets DM'd. But a man's Instagram stories are his castle. What's going on over there? A man's Instagram stories are his castle. Yeah, doing castle doctrine for Instagram stories. I'll shoot you if you like my Instagram story <laughs> without following it. That's what I'm saying right now, everybody. Stand your ground rules for yeah. <laughs> Instagram stories. Your Honor, you don't understand. He liked my post. <laughs> He's got to judge Judy like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is Judge Judy still on the air? Uh, she can't be, right? I don't know. Judge Judy, what's she, what's she up to lately? Well, 25 seasons. Nope, looks like it's still out there. Is Judge Judy actual court, they search. Judge Judy is an American arbitration-based reality, reality show court. Presided over by former Manhattan family court judge Judith... Wait, her name isn't even Judy, it's Judith... I know, yeah, obviously. I know. I don't know. I feel lied to, personally. 
I feel like yeah they should call her Judge Judith if that's her name right like nobody I wouldn't like walk into a courtroom and go like the Honorable Judge Matt is here you know they're getting the full Matthew they're getting the full Matt they're getting the Fed name yeah Judge Justice is the new thing but it's still her so she's wait Judy Justice no apologies I misread and the upcoming Tribunal Sounds exciting. Which features Bailiff Bird as the bailiff. Fair enough. Guys, we're kind of spinning our wheels on this one. I'm going to be real. We are. I, yeah. I don't think much happened to us this week. No, yeah. It was, it was a very normal, eventful, uneventful week. Um, no big changes in our lives or anything. None in mine either. No <laughs> <Yeah>. worries. <laughs> and um, so... I think that's the problem, is both of us are purposely not talking about something. Yeah, we have, look, listeners, you can tune into the Patreon. You'll hear us talk about Linkara's comic, <laughs> and who knows what else may be in store for you. Um, but, look, next week I go back to school. I'm sure I'll have something interesting to talk about. Right. So, up until then, just stay tuned, everybody. We love you. Um, we XOX, no, not yet. No, um, <laughs> unfortunately not. Probably not yet, no. Look, Got another 20 minutes. Yeah, this one, yeah, yep. At least 15 more minutes of recording. Yeah. Listeners, you know, say what you will. We will record for at least another 10, maybe even five minutes before we end this recording. Who knows? <laughs> Who's to say? Who is to say? Yeah, no, it's that's the problem. I always forget. Like, my life is normal. I'm not like doing anything crazy. And I go, like, wow, what am I going to talk about on the podcast? Like, that's the problem is when you start to see your life as podcast content. Yeah. Yeah. Or really, I think the problem is when you stop seeing your life as podcast content, you know, and then it's not until you start recording. And you go, wait a minute. I had, I just, I just read a book. That's all I did. I just, I sat yeah. and read. I went for a nice hike with my brother. That was fun. Um, shout out to Michael. Shout out to Mike K ultra for joining me on a, a lovely hike. Mm-hmm. We had burgers afterwards. Um, I don't know. I also made him listen to all of season one of A Closer Look. So How did he like it? He, I think about halfway through the first episode, he realized that this is just what he was getting. And he uh, he adjusted his system accordingly. You know, it's the same <laughs> as like showing someone Dark Place where it's like by the end of the first episode, they're either with it or they are against it. But everybody knows where they stand. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Dark he, Place is so good, though. It is just the best. Not I, to get back to that, but... Not to get back to Dark Place, but it rules, everybody. You should subscribe to the Patreon. You'll hear us talking about something that we like for once. Mm-hmm. And, man, it's just so good. I am really considering buying the full in-character book, Garth Marenghi's Terror Tome. I am also considering buying that. If I get it, it's absolutely going to be the audiobook, so I can hear him reading it, uh, because that just feels... Necessary Folks, this is what to be your Patreon money is paying for. It very well might be, <laughs> actually. Now that you put it that way, hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it a tax write-off. <laughs> no, sir, you don't get it. It's for content. Yeah, no, it's a business expense. What's the business? Okay, well, so don't listen to the episode called The One Where We Rank All Cops. I, I don't know how you'll feel about where you land on it, sir, but other than that, look, it's... <laughs> Did you see... There's a a pair of tweets that I saw recently that was very powerful where a guy tweeted out like, uh, this is what I'm wearing when the IRS comes to knock on my door, which is a picture of a bomb vest. And then like 
two weeks later, he posted a picture of that printed out sitting on his counter with two like uh, FBI agents standing next to it. And he just said, this shit does not look good on paper, <laughs> which is a really good tweet. That's a really good tweet. <laughs> it's going like, guys, I know that it is just a threat, but you don't understand. It was also a joke. Um, as you can see, I'm clearly not wearing a bomb vest. I challenge you to search this room specifically and see if you can even find one. No, no, not, not the bathroom. That, I think that's out of your jurisdiction, personally. Um, Does it say on the warrant you can search my bathroom? Hmm. No. Oh it, oh, it covers the whole house. Wait, what? Really? Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, no. Hang on. Can we start this over? Just, you know, stand on the doorstep. Give me five minutes. It will be okay. <laughs> Like a Looney Tune, like in Looney Tunes, it's just like a cloud of smoke, uh, shaped like me that appears, and then I'm just gone. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's what I'd do if the IRS came over to investigate any of my tweets, or the FBI, or the FBI. Any, if any agency other than, I don't know, the ATF. I feel like I would just cooperate because when have they ever killed civilians? You know, they've never, not once, not once um someone uh, who was it that i was talking with i was talking with a friend of mine and uh we just i mentioned ruby ridge and she asked if that was the girl who went to the integrated school um <laughs> which, i mean look it's close right you're almost there um, <laughs> oh that's so funny Look, it's <laughs> so that happened in my life that was pretty good um that's really good yeah i've been thinking about that one for a while <laughs> but other than that um it's fairly true oh i did see megan as well um mm, how was that yeah, contrary to everything that all of its advertisements suggested it was very fun um oh. yeah no, its ad campaign was awful. But I was like, oh, this is what the child's Yeah, it's what the child's play remake wanted to be, which is to say it was like funny and interesting. Yeah. Um you know. Actually, since I since I enjoyed it, I won't spoil anything. I won't spoil the twist ending, unlike Doug Walker did with Psycho. Oh. Uh but everybody stay tuned. It rocks. There's a detective who's in there for one scene and just laughs about a kid dying and then says, I shouldn't have done that. And my friend looked at me in the movie theater and said, that guy's you. Uh, <laughs> and I will make no comments. I got compared to somebody again this week. I don't remember who it was, though. <laughs> it was another wild comparison. I hate it when I get compared to somebody. I, I just get insane ones. No, that is definitely fair, looking back on all the ones that you've recounted on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, my comparisons are also fairly insane, but regrettably also earned. Um, no, I not, don't think mine aren't earned. That's also a good point. Uh, <laughs> I guess I don't think either of us can really go like, wow, how dare you associate me with this insane character? Me. How dare I have been compared to any book written by john green (laughs) (laughs) all of them look man i'm so glad that i'd never read any john green books 
That's just an arc in my life that I avoided. I was busy reading Frank Herbert's Dune while other kids were reading John Green. Dang. I read John Green. Yeah. No, I would sit there and go, why don't I have any friends in there reading about the Butlerian Jihad? What are what was John Green's deal? I know he was like YA. Was there anything like interesting about him? Why did he have such a hold on our middle school experience? He was just like a competent YA author. Which unfortunately does set you above most of the pack. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, I guess that, that'll yeah, do I it. think his first book is pretty good. Let's see, because he wrote, there was The Fault in Our Stars. Mm-hmm. There's Paper Towns, Towns and... Did he looking write? for Alaska. Looking for Alaska. Oh, I remember that one. Because someone did a book report on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he gave a really bad summary of the plot, which I remember because I got in trouble right afterwards because I said, wait, what happened? Uh, very loudly during the part where we were supposed to be clapping. Um, Matt. Which, who knows what that says about me. Um, any perhaps heretofore undiagnosed issues. But, uh, yeah. Did he write one called... No, I'm not going to say it, actually. I'm just going to type in John Green Books. No, he did not. Okay, glad I didn't say that. What were you going to say? Um, It was... Wait, maybe I did. No, I didn't, actually. Is it... I feel like there was a book called, like, Star Girl or something. I know that... I know I The Fault in Our Stars is his. They're all the same. Every YA book is the same. Um, they're all very similar. They're all very similar. Okay, hang on. Am I just completely Stargirl book? I'll write Jerry Spinelli. What? It's a series. Touching and thoughtful book. A celebration of individualism and a condemnation of... Oh, it's it's a movie on Disney+. Plus. Oh, lovely. Don't miss the, the author's highly anticipated next novel, Dead Wednesday. These titles suck. That does suck. <laughs> Frequently bought together. You have Stargirl, Dead Wednesday, and Loser. Come on, guys. Loser? Loser. What's Loser about? I'll tell you, the only loser I see is anybody who bought this book. Am I right, folks? <laughs> Fuck Got all him. the middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Top reviews in the United States. My son had to read this book for a book report. I usually buy the paperback Audible version and Kindle version when he has to do these types of assignments in order to minimize excuses. Wait, what the fuck? What? She buys three versions of the same book? Let your son fail his assignment. Good grief. Yeah. That is crazy. That is insane. I'm just, I don't believe her opinion. I'm just going to scroll to the next one. Four stars. Excellent. I docked a star because the end felt abrupt and anticlimactic. I guess I don't understand the title either. Still, it was a fun read. I, I don't understand the title. I feel like even I understand the title. Like I haven't read yeah. the book, but I have a fairly good grasp on what he's oh, trying to convey. The main character is at least. Yeah, if I had to hazard a guess, the main character probably has some trouble in social settings. Maybe not very many friends. Um. I do love Amazon reviews, though, because so many of them are like that. We're like, it's either like a four star review where someone is like, this product has always worked perfectly, but the color like it was just a slightly lighter shade of pink than it was in its preview photo, which may be because I have a yellow light filter on my phone at all times. But nevertheless, one star off or it's like this killed my family and loved ones and 
also split my dog in half. Still, I would give this waffle maker three stars out of five. You're like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> What's going on here? You can give them a bad review if you didn't like it. It's all right. Let's look at the one star reviews for loser. What have they got to say? 2% of all reviewers gave this one star. Looks used. I bought a brand new book. All right. This, this isn't the book I ordered. <laughs> the book that I order was Number of Stars by Lois Lowry. I did put in for return and even an, even an exchange since both books were the same amount and were written by the same writer. No, they weren't. These are no, different authors. <laughs> My son needs it for a school year starting September 4th. This is commented in 2013. I really hope that his, her son got it figured out. Yeah, I would I really so. appreciate it if there is any way you can tell me how I can return loser and order number of stars, or if there can even be an even exchange for the two books. Um, it's not how Amazon works. Yeah, that is a very funny. Like Amazon does have a return policy, but they're not going to like ship you the book to your home. Um, my eight-year-old kid did not like this book at all. One star. <laughs> Don't know why, but the kid did not like it. So thumbs down. She loves Diary of a Wimpy Kid, though, so it's not like my kid is some whack job. <laughs> okay. That's a great review. This is an incredible review, actually. Uh, let's see. Oh, another great review. One star. Boo! It sucked, sucked. It's bad. It's boring, and I do not like the book at all. Jittery, it's so bad. That's a pretty good review. Um, there are at least 30 O's in the boo at the beginning of that review. Oh, so it takes up a couple lines. Yeah, it's, well, it's, so I'm looking at this on my laptop. So it's like almost all of one line. Uh, wait, it's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of O's. This book stunk. Wish I didn't read it. I wouldn't buy it if I were you. Don't buy it. Man, one star reviews actually rule now that I'm looking through these things. They're, it's true. It's very true. With the way this book is written, it lives up to its title, but nothing more. <laughs> the word loser describes exactly how I felt about this book. I absolutely hated this book. I love to read, and this is one of the two books I've read that I genuinely despised. <laughs> book has short and confusing sentences. Short and... How? <laughs> Look, you can criticize short sentences. God knows I do. And sometimes when I go to a bookstore, I go to the book talk table just to make myself angry. I just open them up and I read like a paragraph and I go, ah, the state of prose. I love how literature is doing right now. This is good. The internet has been great for literature. But never once have I opened up one of those things and looked at like a four word sentence and gone, well, hang on now. Hold up. There's a little too much happening here. I can't keep track of this. Throw in a semicolon so I can follow things like an adult. <laughs> Wait, what the? I see that some things in the book are meant to be metaphors. Okay, actually, the next sentence tells me we may not have had nearly as firm a hold on the plot of this book as we thought we did. Let's see, hang on. The story itself makes no sense as a whole. Between the chained-up girl with bubblegum and the man staring at his door, nothing made sense, and it was just plain freaky. And <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but we may have been too harsh on Loser's plot. Uh, without reading it something tells me that there's more going on here than we thought about um let's go to wikipedia real quick just look at the plot no, yeah, that's what i'm trying to look at yeah, loser novel first published in 2002 what there's no plot summary on wikipedia 
portrays okay. the growth of Zinkoff, who was considered stupid by his classmates due to his clumsiness, poor performance in school and athletics, and sometimes clueless enthusiasm. The book is unique among Spinelli's works as it was written entirely in the present tense. That is all that Wikipedia tells us about its plot. Jerry, please. Yeah, I, no, that's all that anything pretty much says. I want to find out what Zinkoff does. Why is there a chained up girl with bubblegum? Who is the man staring out the door? <laughs> Love Stargirl. Donald Zinkoff. Zinkoff is the last name. Mm-hmm. Like other kids, Zinkoff rides his bike, hope, hopes for snow days, and wants to be like his dad when he grows up. But Zinkoff also raises his hand with all the wrong answers, trips over his own feet, and falls down with laughter over a word like jabip. Okay. Other kids have their own word to describe him, but Zinkoff is too busy to hear it. He doesn't know he's not like everyone else. I got like a plot by plot. I found a plot by plot breakdown. All right, hit me with it. You, uh, It's long. You know, we've got some air time to fill. <laughs> At first, the other kids don't notice little Donald Zinkoff, except to see that he's usually happy even when alone. Donald runs and jumps just for, for the joy of it. The kids challenge each other to race, throw stone throwing contests and farting competitions but donald (laughs) everyone but donald wins at something (laughs) on his first day of school you mean the kid who wins at the farting competition like you're not like good at reading or throwing stones but you're like well we got to give him something man um sorry okay on his first day of school donald gets into trouble he wears a hat shaped like a giraffe's head he is so enthusiastic his teacher struggles to control him when a fourth grader bullies him for that hat, he offers it up cheerfully. Although Donald can barely write his name, he loves school and considers every day an adventure. His mom gives him silver stars for good days. He believes these stars fall from the sky and his mom picks them up for him. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Maybe maybe do like a control F like bubblegum or chain because I really I want to figure out what's going on here. In the meantime, I found another. The The headlines on these reviews are great. Uh, we have I one star. I still remember okay. how I hated this book after all these years. Oh, what have we got? One day, Donald rubs his magic bubblegum stone for luck and gets his first A on a big ge- geography test. My man. All right, I'm with him so far. Surely nothing about that will change. It's only a, a that... It's the only A that day, and the moment Donald is treated like a hero, still he can hear the kids whisper loser as he walks by. He visits an old lady with a walker who listens as, weeping, he pours out his lonely heart. <laughs> All right. That's that's the bubblegum one. Huh. This is insane. Let's see. Oh. I read. Oh, yes. On a cold, snowy day, Claudia disappears, and emergency crews search the neighborhood. Donald decides to pitch in, walking the darkened alleys where kids love to play. He searches for hours, shivering, and nearly dies from exposure. <laughs> but he's found and returned safely to his home. It turns out Claudia had long since been recovered, and the city then turns its attention to rescuing Donald. <laughs> That's so good. That rocks. That's an insane plot. They made Donald the worst. Yeah, okay. Hey, this kid sucks. He is a loser. I want to be clear. But it's also very funny, like, the idea of, like, the police chief. He's like, well, we've got the guys out there. Find this other kid while you're at it. Because, you know, we found Claudia, but apparently this this kid said that he was going to help, and no one's seen him for 
several hours. So he you almost know. dies from exposure. Just dies of exposure. Claudia was just like in the bathroom for 15 minutes and he's just like wandering down the alleyway. It's like, well, gotta find her. I'll find her soon. <laughs> Maybe she's in this one. But, you know, whatever. Do what you must, I guess. Yep. Listeners, we're wrapping this one up early. Um, yeah. In case you couldn't tell by the 20 minutes of us reading Amazon reviews for a book that neither of us has ever heard of, uh, we don't have much going on right now, but that's okay. Next week, I promise, I'm going It'll to I'm going to commit a felony in between recordings. You know, that way we'll get something interesting. I've can, never committed a felony, not yeah, once. Me neither. But there's a first for everything, and I don't know. Send in, send in what you think it should be. I'm feeling capital larceny. I don't know if okay. that can be a capital offense, but I'm going to make it one. Um. But listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience with us on this small episode. And thank you for respecting our privacy in these trying times. Um, but <laughs> we will uh, see you on the Patreon where maybe you won't have to respect our privacy. You give us money and that gives you an astonishing amount of power over us or it at does. least over me specifically. So send us a DM on Patreon. Who knows what mystic secrets await you. We love you listeners. Follow us on uh, the social media. We haven't said that in a while. At Doug's Own Cast on everything. Maybe we'll post eventually. Who knows? We're the Doug Zone on TikTok, which we won't post on until we figure out the password. But that's okay. Who knows? That's all right. Look, give us a bunch of followers so that way, whenever we tune in, we'll see the number go up and go like, ooh, nice. Ooh, how exciting. All right. Goodbye, listeners. XOXO. Gossip Doug. <laughs>